0: Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Big Irv versus The People podcast. But this one is special because every Tuesday evening, I record with the Straight From The Hip podcast. So, popping off on this week, we have another exciting show where I do some craziness and everybody laughs. Y'all know how I do. So, pop up to see the video on Facebook, Straight From The Hip, on YouTube, Straight For The Hip. And enjoy that version as well as this audio version. So, I appreciate you guys. Gonna we'll have a quick ad, and then we're gonna start the show. Thanks for listening. There
1: you go. <laughs> play-a, play-a. Everybody, welcome to Straight from the Hip. Today we're gonna to talk about NCAA baseball. Yes, you heard it correct. NCAA baseball, and coach seems to think they finally got it right in the NCAA football. Can learn a lesson from them. Damn um, right. <laughs> Naomi, everybody, if you don't know what's going on with that, she didn't speak at a press conference on behalf of mental illness or other issues that may be going on. She got fined, and she withdrew from the tourney. So we'll talk about that. Uh, a, a constant, a constant, constant topic on our show usually is uh, dumbass fans. Usually we just round it to dumbass parents, the daps, but now we got to probably do with the DAFS, the dumbass fanatics. So the NBA's dealing with a bunch of them. <clears throat> then we can go on full NBA style. Is uh, Trey Young the truth? Is he really the, the guy there? We're gonna talk about the um the beautiful, wonderful, magnificent Los Angeles Lakers with uh Mr. Glass as a uh <laughs> that's gonna be down for the count. Yeah, I'll be saying this Irv, Irv is gonna get his moment because the Wizards got a win, baby. Woo! Four three that's baby! <laughs> So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And uh, Coach has a gripe in, uh, to fill with one of the Sixers players, and he's going to talk about that for y'all. And then if Atlanta couldn't be no worse, Atlanta may do a dumbass decision and move Julio Jones on over to the Seahawks. So that could be a possibility. We'll talk about that as well. And as always, you know our segment, we give uh, Travis his 60 seconds, and we're going to make sure he has that because he has – some dumb ass stuff that we don't want to talk about, but we're going to let him what? talk about. I mean, sorry, some great what? news to talk about,
0: Man, we just,
1: but we don't have expertise since so we're going to let him talk about it. Right. So go. We got a good show coming on up. Um, Actually, we got a picture. Tom is going to be in Helen this week, so he's not going to be on the show, but he said he's out here representing for us out in Helen, Helen Georgia. <laughs> yeah, got his shirt on, doing his thing, so we appreciate it, Tom. If you came to any one of our events recently for Coach's Birthday Week. Yeah, you, you got a shirt and all that good stuff, so we got that popping for you. Also, we got some new logos that will be up on the, the Teespring store soon. Actually, I would, I don't know what Carrie is at the moment, but her daughter actually made these logos, so here's one of them. There you go. Right. Right. For my new straight from the hip, and we'll get that up on the Teespring store soon. And then here's an, another one. We just went playing. I went playing for once. Just something regular, just something nice to put on there or put on the back of the shirt if we decide to do some different designs in the front. So,
2: there you go. Got a lot of
1: stuff going a lot of stuff going on with you, real quick. So, after that, I'm going to go Tom ahead and drop off.
2: There, Jay. Let me What's see a picture
1: of Tom. Oh, just, uh, here you go.
2: Let me see it real quick, dude. I'm telling you, and uh, Travis, Tom and Travis need to go on ancestry.com. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Come on. laughs> gotta be,
0: uh,
1: gotta be. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a nice and easy show today because we're gonna have a, a two man crew until Miss Carrie gets along. We're gonna have big, she just herb said she's
2: on the way, Jay. She said, Yeah, it, I know, she's
1: on the way. Yeah, I got you, but we're gonna go ahead and start the show and get that theme music pumping for you guys. And yes, sir, coach and herb take it off, me and Travis to drop off. and Let's have a good show, all right, man. Appreciate
0: you, Jay. Say the clock.
1: clock. Oh, you already know what it is, man. Oh, and Jay, they coming through.
0: Straight no chaser. Straight from the hip. Straight I- from the hip, don't need no script, just need a microphone. My man, Coach Boo gonna take you to the entertainment zone. They got the facts, the this and that, to keep this show on point. And when we're done, we have some fun and rock this funky joint. So, with we'll sit back and chill, give us a chance to show ya. If one of y'all would like to call, we would talk just like we know ya. We take control, this talk to roll, and then there ain't no stopping. It's time to dip straight from the hip.
2: Hey, y'all, let's get it, it, Hey, welcome to Straight from the Hip. I'm your host, Coach Jerobo Mitchell, coming to you live from the beautiful Palace of Black Mania. With me today, <laughs> with his wizard's gear, <laughs> is the Urban Pain. <laughs> All the way from Chocolate City, celebrating his one victory thus far. They, the series is at one and three. Everybody thought it was going to be a sweep, and we'll get to that here in a little bit. <laughs> Big Earl, what's going on, man?
0: Not much, man. Doing, doing good. <laughs> Listen, I ain't say sweep. Three, four, we coming back, baby. Big Papi, yes.
2: Look, man, I'm, I'm not feeling it, but like I said, I'm not feeling it. Definitely not feeling to come back, uh, <laughs> and we'll talk about your your quote unquote win here in a little bit. I don't know if it was more your win or their loss, but it. <laughs>
0: I take it however it comes.
2: I I'm not mad at you. I I, I feel you. I feel you on that. Um, folks, uh, Carrie should be coming along here in a little while, so when she gets here, Jason, will let her in, All and right. we, we definitely want to get her thoughts on uh, her, Mr. Julio Jones. You know, her guy. Oh, no. so uh, oh, no. oh, there she is. There she is, just in time. Hey Miss Carrie, how are you today?
4: I'm good. How are you?
2: I'm well. I'm I don't have any uh internet at in my house right now.
4: Yeah, so, uh, like
2: I was telling them earlier, it's amazing how you don't really miss that until you miss it. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. So I I've been getting told all day it was gonna be on in time for this, but uh It didn't make it so we're gonna do it by my phone and whatnot and go from there so but anyway it is very
4: good to see you everything okay in your world everything's all right same with me i was having some internet issues but i'm up oh you were having some too yeah there's an outage over here where i
2: live so i don't know what's going on with that
4: that's Um, alabama
2: right oh you're in alabama no you are okay i thought you
4: said you were in alabama no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I say you're in Alabama because you don't cheer for any of our Georgia teams. Are you getting her? Are you are you hearing her? Herb, or is it just me?
0: Yeah, I hear. Her. She's clear. She said. <laughs> okay, she said
2: so <laughs> I, I have kind of going out and, and in and out.
0: She said you're in Alabama because you don't cheer for none of the Georgia squads.
2: Oh, she knows that. I, I'm, right here, <laughs> Georgia, I'm right here. I'm right here down the street. I, I, I see them jokers just about every day in, in one aspect or another. Yeah. Somebody, either a Hulk, a Falcon, or a Brave, just about every day I see at least one of them or a retired one of them or something. So <laughs> I'm in the thick of it and can't stand any of them. So, That's terrible. But anyway, moving right along, I just want to take a quick moment to discuss NCAA baseball. We will never talk about baseball on this show. I'm not a big baseball fan. Herb, I don't know if you're a big baseball fan or not. You know, I mean, I, yeah, I, I look at the World Series and that kind of stuff. Shirley Carrie is a Braves fan, since she's such a homer and loves Atlanta Everything, I'm sure she's a Braves fan. But uh, NCAA baseball has always been kind of intriguing to me because my alma mater is Vanderbilt University, and for whatever reason, the sport of uh, baseball has been very good to Vanderbilt. I mean, you know, they've won several national championships, uh, got one of the top programs in the country. And so they were announcing the uh, top eight best teams the other day. And I listened to it, and I think uh, the number one team is Arkansas.
3: Mm-hmm. I
2: think number yep. two is um, – oh, gosh, I can't remember the exact order. But I can tell you this. <clears throat> in the top eight, there are four SEC teams. Tennessee and Vanderbilt and Mississippi State, I think, are the other three uh, teams in, in the top eight. Three yeah, of the uh, top eight teams are Big Eight teams. Now, if this were football, people would be throwing a fit that all mm-hmm. these SEC teams got picked in the top four or five teams. But why can they get along with, get away with that in baseball? How come baseball is allowed to do that and football is not? I asked you first, or why you think that is.
0: Because uh, there's idiots that run the college football uh, <laughs> rankings. Basically, every single year, we have some issues with the college football ranking. Um, for for some of the big schools, it's they ain't playing nobody. And then for the other big schools who hasn't played anybody, oh, the schedule is amazing. So it's just the idiots that's up top making the decision. That's it.
4: I, I agree. What do, you, what do you think, Karen? I know that a number of the conferences didn't like – um, one of the conferences didn't play at all, right? And then a number of them only played inter-squad or um, in within their conference. So I think it's all skewed this year. Let's talk about it next year, if any. Let's see how many SEC teams make it when the um, when the schedule is back on pack. I'm glad to yeah. see <clears throat> Georgia Tech did make it. They're a number two seed in the division. Yeah, I
2: know Georgia Tech's in it, and I, and you know, like I said, and and. Georgia Tech normally has a very good team, and, and I'm sure they'll do fairly well. Um, I just, it's like you said, and I know it's, it's still, I mean, we might not want to think so. And if you go outside and if you look at, uh, you know, the basketball games on TV and the baseball games that are going on now, it doesn't look like we ever had a pandemic. I mean, mm-hmm. the Hawks, I yeah. know, were sold out both nights today. they were in there. I mean, it, it, it's been crazy. The way that everybody now is is really back at it irv how how were they in uh in, in chocolate city what was it full well, was it no nah, it, it was capacity?
0: it was i think they said 50 percent capacity and we 50%. still have idiots out here but this well, right, now, it's right 50%.
3: now
2: they were thick up in state farm arena the other night
3: because mm-hmm. they said yeah. it
2: was wall to wall in there i mean i, I mean totally packed so, uh, so, like I said, but Carrie just brought up a good point in that, you know, we're still kind of in a pandemic here. So, maybe it's an anomaly and whatnot. So, we, we, we'll roll with that anyway.
4: If you okay. look at LS, LSU and Alabama got in with losing records, they're under 500. Really? Okay, well, I didn't
2: know that. So, that that's a good point. So, anyway, well, it, it's an interesting year, but that's a great observation Carrie. So, anyway, moving right along. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about uh, Naomi Osaka. Um, as you, all, as everybody, hopefully knows by now, uh, Naomi Osaka has withdrawn from the French Open. She won her first match. Um, she said she did not want to talk to the media, so she did not talk to media after her first match, and she was fined fifteen thousand dollars for not doing so. And uh, you know, she had already told them, "I'm not talking to the media at all." You know, this go around or whatever. And so they were threatening her with additional fines. And not only that, this is what really got me taking points away from her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she might have to start a set at love 30, you know, <laughs> because, <laughs> because she chose not to talk to the media. So in any event, uh, she said, I tell you what, it's probably just best for me just to leave and just leave this up to everybody else and uh and not 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 deal with this. So here you see uh, uh Naomi here in her first uh match that she had, she won fairly convincingly. I think she did uh in the first set was like six four. But then when the second set got there, I think she uh she beat the lady pretty convincingly in, in the second set. Um I think she's the number one seed in the in the world right now. If not, I know she's up in the top ten at least. True. And uh so like I said, um Kara, let, let let's go to you first and uh hear what you have to say about this.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think there's, it's not just Naomi, right? We see it being spoken by Kyrie as well, that the challenge of measuring mental health and the capacity to respond in a way that is that honors the person um, as well as you know fulfills their, their role. And so I respect that she, I mean, the purse for the French Open is a bag that she would walk away from it rather than um, to, to pull away. She said she was being a distraction and that was not her intent, but to sacrifice potentially winning that bag um, just to, to prove how strongly she felt about walking or not being able to address the media in a way that honored her, I think is a big deal. And I think that sports in general are, are going to have to start to look at that. And look at the the pressure that we put on an athlete post game, especially when they've lost, um, to to make them stand in front of people and and stay you know stone faced. You know the Japanese have a different um, culture, and they're s- super strict. And she has she feels this need to feel composed and to represent her country when maybe she feels differently um, internally. So I respect it. And I think that we that sports in general has something to say. We'll need to do some revisiting. I
2: got you. before I go to Irv and hear what Irv has to say, just let me say that when you likened uh or or draw drew a similarity between Naomi Osaka and Kyrie Irving, I'm sure Jason <laughs> probably turned a a backflip. <laughs> Because Jason would say Kyrie just crazy as
4: you know? is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm sure
2: Lord. I'm sure that uh, when he pops out toward the end of this thing, <laughs> he'll have plenty to say about Kyrie because he knows that uh he's a big Kyrie fan. So I'm sure that Jason <laughs> will have a few choice words about Kyrie's craziness. Erb, what Lord say you person. about this Naomi Osaka incident?
0: So I, I can kind of speak coming from my perspective as well, because she basically suffered from a situation that I kind of suffered from as well. Whereas if I'm in front of a lot of people trying to play my sport, I'm focused and I'm fine. But if you sit me down in front of a bunch of people and I have to speak. I'm like stuttering. I'm looking around. I can't breathe. Uh, mentally, I'm not all the way there. Um, and it kind of took me like a good 10, 15 years just to break out of that. So, huh. and, to, and to think she's at the age where when I had situations like that, my anxiety was to the point where I didn't even want to stand up in front of people. And mm. at, at least she's at least doing something. You know what I mean? But um, I, I always tried to. Think about things from a personal perspective by not giving a strong opinion about how I would handle it because we can't look at it through our perspective because we are not her. We don't know what exactly she's going through. And then from day one when she got her first win, um, and I think she was in. I think she was she beat Serena and she was just in the middle of the center court and she was talking, and she kind of like was just staring and looking around like (laughs) I don't know. Like you can kind of tell from day one that she had that in her in her mental.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So like for me looking at this three years later, I'm looking at it from the perspective as, God, that was me. Mm. It, and for her to just get five words off is right. way more than what I could have did. Wow. So I don't wanna <laughs> say that she's doing this just because she wants to change some rules or something like that. Maybe she can do it to where like, she's not in front of the TV. Um, They might want to talk to her like in the hallway going towards the room because maybe sitting down in front of a bunch of media people is not a good fit for, but talking one-to-one to to somebody on the side might be okay. You know, maybe change that aspect of it.
2: Well, one of the big questions that has come up from this is, you know, is it, is it, uh, should it be mandatory for athletes to have to talk to the media? And, and let me, let me give a little perspective on this in that when I was playing football at Vanderbilt University, and I was one of the better players on our team and would get interviewed after every game just about. Um, one time Eric Jones came up to me and said, hey, you know, this certain reporter who, uh, who is a very well-known reporter now, I- I'll go ahead and say it, it was Paul Feinbaum. And he said, uh, listen, Feinbaum has been killing me in the media. You know I mean? He's been talking about me like a dog. So I'm not going to give him anything but no comment. And you do the same thing. Well, he tells my boy, I mean, that's my quarterback, you know, like T.O. said, hey, that's my quarterback. Well, since he was my quarterback, I said, I'm going to support him. So when they came over, I said, listen, no comment. I don't, I, you know, I don't want to talk, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Turned my back and, you know, getting dressed or whatever. Well, our SID, Sports Information Director, came over and said, boo, you have to talk to the media. And I said, well, I don't want to talk to him. I, you know, I've, I've already talked to some, but I don't want to talk to him, I'm done. Sooner, well, probably about three minutes later, my head coach came over and said, listen, you will talk to the media. You and Eric both. He is the media and you will talk to him. And so we were basically forced to talk to him. So that being said, what do you guys think about that? Do you think that it should be mandatory that they have to talk to the media after events or before events?
0: or So. I think when you come to a singular sport like tennis or, or um, golf or anything like that, you, you kind of are obligated to do so. But that's why I was saying, like, maybe just that setting for her, she's not comfortable with doing. Maybe you can do something, you know, to the side. Maybe she might feel a little bit more comfortable. Like, you have to work with certain people. But, like, you, you kind of have to in order to progress your sport.
2: Okay. Miss Carrie, what say you?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree that they are probably beholden to the fans that pay the ticket money, right? That get them paid ultimately. But I do think that we have to revisit how, how that happens. Because Irv did mention Osaka's first interviews. And initially, the media was saying she was cold and she was disconnected. And she wasn't quite that in and try and be and try to become something different you can see in her gradually she tried to become a little bit more jokey she does uh, uses a lot of humor in her um interviews just to kind of take away from the energy in the, probably the anxiety that she's feeling so i, I mean you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't so i i do think that they, they might should consider how what that interview process especially in a
2: loss. Okay. What if, what if she showed up like uh, like another guy we know in the NFL, showed up hmm. and just said, hey, I'm just showing up so I don't get fined. And that was her only answer. <laughs> would, would would everybody be okay with that? Irv, would you be okay <laughs> with that?
0: Yeah. Me? I, well, that particular situation was completely different, but I, I don't think that would fly. That wouldn't fly. Like tennis, <laughs> they they would they might not find her like fifteen grand like they did, but they might right. they might take something out of her pocket. But we all know about that situation. Think, where Marshall... would, that,
2: would that would that answer? Would that would that suit you? Would that help you in this uh, in this instance? Would you be
4: okay with her doing that? I would be okay with it, but um, the tennis world would not. Not from a woman. Consider all mm. this all of the stuff that they accepted from John <laughs> McEnroe in his mm. day. And then as soon as Naomi or as soon as Serena gets upset, then it's completely, whoa, wait a minute, mm. be, a lady. be a lady. And Maybe. then when she walked off at her last interview, and Serena, because she was tearful, because somebody asked her, is it time to hang up the boots for you? And she, I mean, it made her like, golly, you know, I'm out here busting my ass. So she walked off in tears and we heard about her tears for days because wow. you can't, you can't be emotional. You can't. Be stoic, you can't, if you're stoic, they call you cold, like Osaka. I mean, you just can't win. Well, there's a rule, you know, there is no crying in tennis. There is no crying in tennis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Listen, anytime I see stories like this, I'm. A, this is my viewpoint on the, the whole matter. I always wonder to myself, where is her daddy? Because if, if that were my daughter and she was going through all this, I guarantee all them media people know who I was. I would be just like Venus and Serena's daddy back in the day. I uh, wasn't Richard, whatever that man. I would yeah. be all over the media about my daughter. But like, listen, my daughter came out here for y'all punk asses trying to make, <laughs> trying to, <laughs> trying to allow you to put on a damn tournament. Mm-hmm. I tried to keep. I tried to make a stay ass at home anyway. I would have gone left about my baby being subjected to all that. Nonsense and fines and threats and all this other foolishness and now they want to backtrack and say, "Oh, now that we know what it is, let us let us act like we're human beings." Right. And, uh, and now we mm-hmm. want to be supportive and we want to help you in any way that we can. I'm like, Oh, y'all can go to hell." That's that's what y'all <laughs> do to me because you don't have to know what's going on. If she don't want to talk to the media, she don't want to talk to the media. Period. I mean, that's the bottom line. She's out here playing. That's what you pay her to do. You don't pay her to talk to the media. You pay her to come out here and play. And play. Just play tennis. That's what she's here for. Dude, I lose it sometimes when I see stories like this because even not knowing why she didn't want to talk to the media, I didn't have any problem with that. And I'm just, that's just me. I mean, I, that's, that's my personal feel about it. I feel like these athletes go through it. I mean, if you're a professional athlete, and I know why sometimes guys don't want to sign autographs, dude, you don't ever have a private moment. You know, you're in Kmart trying to buy your son his first baseball glove or his first bicycle or whatever, and all of a sudden people show up and want you to sign autographs. I'm like, dude, I am like having a moment right now with my kid here, and y'all just just don't even give a <laughs> damn. Y'all nope. done push them all the way to the back. I don't even see him. <laughs> I see twenty of y'all. I can't even find my child. Y'all have moved him way to the background there, wow. and I mean that's what they do. So I'm always thinking when I see these things, where's her daddy? Why is her daddy out front? Give me the, give me the uh, Serena and Venus daddy mm-hmm. from back in the day and protect your daughter and get out there amongst all them sharks and and deal with that. So anyway, mm-hmm. that, that's that's the end of that. So moving right along. We're gonna talk now about uh well we're gonna go ahead and talk about NBA basketball. This is the way I kinda of turn it over to Irv. I'm gonna let him go ahead. I'm, you know what? I'm not I'm gonna let you run with it in whatever order you wanna run with it in. I'm gonna do that cause I see you already got your hands all greased up and everything. Well,
0: Look well, like, well, looking well, you like you been
2: ha- looking like you had lotion on them since about
0: seven seven o'clock right. this
2: morning. Oh, just right just here, just right
0: here. Just right here. That's that's good right here, right there. There you go. Got to make sure these agrees at all times.
3: Uh, Earl, talk
0: to us about NBA basketball. Listen, before we start talking about what's going on in the playoffs, we have to talk about what's really going on in the playoffs with all these Mm. stupid fans. Come on. Um, With everything that's going on right now, um, I'm trying to remember which was the first incident, but with Trey Young in, in New York... Uh, the popcorn on Westbrook in Philly, um, the bottle throwing to Kyrie Irving in Boston. Um, I want to say it was another situation, but then just yesterday in Washington, the guy just runs on the court and and touches the backboard and then gets tackled. Yeah. Like right now, we at a point where we're finally getting a chance to to be able to see the sport that we love, and these idiots are coming through and making it worse. Mm -hmm. And and, and like how I was talking to one of my boys earlier, um, you can you can go to a game. Ninety nine percent of the people will enjoy the game, but it's always that one percent of an idiot that will mess it up for the ninety nine percent. So let's see. Mm -hmm. So 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 starting with Carrie, how do you feel about all this craziness that's going on right now?
4: Yeah, I, I really would take them from their seats in cuffs each time. Because until we develop, until there's a constant um, and assured punishment, it's going to continue. Right now, yeah. it's it's copycat, and they're going to keep doing it because they're getting them on the screen. You see? Did you see dude in in, um, in Boston when the security guard went to reach for his phone, like he snatched it back? I'm like, yo, if, it, if this if if this dude was black, where would we be?
0: <laughs> and that's so crazy. They, and that's okay. another thing. Like we we see all the people that's doing it. Yep. It, it ain't no manorvates. Yep.
2: And I, let, and let I... me say this. Let me say this, sir. Go ahead, go. First of all, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go with the with the whole black white thing because at the end of the day, you know they say well, it's a lot of white guys doing it to a lot of black guys. How many white guys are in the NBA? I mean, but like like five white guys in the whole NBA anyway. So it's going. I mean, the, the chances of that it's going to be a black guy, they're going to do it too. I, I'll, I'll give you that. And the people who are doing it are sitting in seats that are so close to the action that, you know, I mean, those are the seats that the white guys sit in. They cost a lot of money, all that other kind of stuff. So I'm, I understand that. But I've been saying for a long time I was going to be the new NFL commissioner. They're calling me now telling me they want me to be new NBA commissioner. Because so they say <laughs> that somebody's got to do something about this. And guys, the, the solution to this is very simple. You install snipers in the building. That's all you gotta do. Just, just allow snipers to be in the building, tell them to shoot the kill. Anytime somebody does something stupid like that, I'm just oh gonna no. have to just instruct the sniper, just go ahead and take his ass out. Oh. See, see, see how many copycats you have after you do that one time. <laughs> or just go ahead and let somebody give his ass a public beat down right oh, on yes. TV. Let them take out all them, all them stun guns and mace and all that other stuff. Get them one of them big old head flashlights I used to have right, when right. I worked security at a Starwood Amphitheater up in Nashville, Tennessee. We used to beat them drunk jokers down, <laughs> and I mean absolutely no, no nothing done to us whatsoever. Nope, that joker woke up next day had eight lumps on his head, and nobody <laughs> said a damn thing to us. When you do that one time to somebody, yep. watch and see how this old copycat thing stops and all that. Right now, you talking about some very wealthy people running out down the court, touching the backboard, get arrested. They're like, I don't give a damn. You know, hell, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna win two hundred fifty thousand dollars because that's how much I bet everybody at work that I was gonna do it, and they said I wasn't gonna do it. So I mean, you, the, the money is nothing for them to go to court and this and that. They don't care about that. It's not about that. That's why you just have to get the snipers up there and go ahead and shoot these jokers
0: down. That's it. And then the crazy thing is, why does it seem like it's Russell Westbrook that's always in the middle of some fan interaction?
1: Yes. And yes. then uh,
0: and then I know Jason's probably going to pull it. Did you just, he probably just got a full video of Russell Westbrook talking to the fans right now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think he had two other incidents in Philadelphia when a guy put the the double love fingers up for him. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. <laughs> And there was another situation. I think he he's was to the locker room with an injury and, and somebody else jumped at him. So listen,
4: he's been, a, he's been in
0: quite a few, uh, man, I might tell that. Listen, sure, listen. I, think,
4: I, I think he should have a meta meta world piece shirt underneath his Westbrook project um, Jersey. So the yeah. next time he just pulls it off and <laughs> runs up in the, runs up in the, in the fans.
0: Listen, he could have the meta world piece. Bradley bill could have the Steven Jackson. Right. And we can find somebody else that had the Jermaine O'Neal, so right. So we'll figure something out with that in DC, but we'll handle that internally. We got our first win, so I ain't worried about that. <laughs> but um, no, just just closing it out, man. You know, the fans need to just get to a point where we're just enjoying what we're able to have from now on, and stop doing all this madness. Um, you know, the professional sports is one of the greatest things that we got going right now. Um. We we just gotta stop being idiots and, and just enjoy what we got.
2: So well, well here's this here's the sad part. Irv. Right now you get so close to the athletes. I mean, if you've ever been to a game and sat on the floor or even close to sitting on the floor, dude, it is it is crazy
3: mm-hmm. how you are
2: like right there. I yeah. mean, you can reach out literally and touch those guys. A lot of times you see them fall into the 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 galleries there you know where people are sitting and whatnot i mean you are part of that's a great shot right there jason i mean you are right there with where the players are and now why would you threaten having it where they push you back farther or put a cage you know between you and the athletes to make sure that you can't do something stupid like that and you can't have access to coming out on the floor and running up and touching the damn backboard or doing something stupid. Why would you do that? Why would you take away something so gracious and so great like we have now where you are that close to being there? I mean, a lot of times, you know, the fans will interact with the players during the
4: game. Mm -hmm. I mean,
2: good or bad, they interact with them just about on every play. And now you're going to get it taken away by being a jackass.
0: And it's it's funny uh, (laughs) because you look at the security guards, they seem like they are like a half second late. But I remember going to a game and a friend of mine played for the Knicks at the time. He walked over to me to give me some love. And the security guard was there like in a heartbeat. Like, So, uh, listen, I got I got a different beef with the security that's in there. They, they're able to see everything but not see enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're going to move on. Next, we're going to start talking about the comeback kids. Oh, yeah, let's talk about it. Those Washington Wizards. Let me say this,
1: though. Woo! Yeah, let's go, Wizards! Come back, kids. Oh, you talking about the
0: Wizards? It's going to happen. Don't change my mind. It's going to happen. I thought you were talking about New York. All right, next subject, because y'all ain't ain't, ain't (laughs) treating me right. So, (laughs) let's talk about Trey Young and his outstanding playoff performance so far. Uh, Going back to Uh, New York, when he finally told all the New York fans that I don't hear you saying F you, (laughs) (laughs) what's going on, all that smack y'all was talking, we taking it back to the A, and uh, my man's been playing some good basketball. So the real question is, is Trey Young for real? And we're going to go to the residential Atlanta fan. Come on.
2: Come on now. That ain't you. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Oh, no, I want to hear it from you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> to Yes. Trey Young is for real. Absolutely. I mean, as excited as I am about this. <laughs> oh, my God. As excited as I am about watching this series, I'm more excited. I don't expect we're going to win the, the championship, right? So I'm more excited to see what we're going to do next year. No oh one will know. That's, that's just where I'm at. Yes, he's for real. Come on. What else does he need to prove? He's got. He's in the top four, right? Who oh my god! Four? <laughs> top four what? <laughs> for this play, for his playoff performance in his first playoff perform performance. Why don't you like him? Is it his hair? What he's is in it? The top four what? Was he in the top four what? Hug? You say he won the top four best players in the game today? No, to have the stats that he has in his first playoff.
2: Oh lord! Here we go talking about some damn stats. Oh my god.
4: That's, I mean, that's what okay. Yes, he is for real. You asked me a question. Yes, Trey Young is for real. And he's proven it. Where were where were you cheering for New York? What happened to them? What happened to your most or most improved player of the year? He's still outside the gym.
2: I'm cheering for whoever played against them damn Hawks. That's who I'm cheering for. <laughs> the whoever, whatever, whatever, whatever they got on their jersey, that's what I got on mine. That's what I'm telling you right now. Here we go. Who I got I really- to go buy the next shirt for? Because I I'm ready to go. It.
0: It's it's going to be the Wizards, man.
2: No, it ain't going to be no damn Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I not have to buy one of them
1: <laughs> Jump aboard, Davey! This happening?
2: Yes, sir, I will say this: Trey Young is is better than I thought he was going to be, because I really thought when Atlanta Hawks picked him. I, didn't, I wasn't keen on him being their first-round pick, and I didn't think that he was going to be even what he is now. And I think you are seeing right now the best of him. I think he is peaking right now. I, I think from here, the rest of his career will probably be downhill from, from, from this moment. I think he is really living out his best days right now. And just like I said about Julio years ago, then he's going to go ahead and trade his ass after this season. And wow. get, 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 get you some draft picks
0: and wow. move on. Cause he's peaking right now. You're not, not gonna trade no 22 year old point. He peaking her. or I'm telling you
2: right now, he's at the peak. So, but anyway, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna take my hats out to, to the Hawks because you have to, because uh and and I listen. I wish that New York was good. New York is so bad. I don't know. I I don't know how they even got the record that they they got to be. I mean, is that is that an indictment on the East? Did New York, what is New York? What is New York ranked in this thing? Aren't they like the number two or the number
0: five. four seed? Oh,
2: four. Five. that's right. Therefore, I think Atlanta's five or whatever. Yeah. So but I mean, it's just they are so bad; it is just hard to watch. I mean, I—I I mean that kid from Duke is terrible. <laughs> RJ Barrett is awful. <laughs> I mean, dude, I just—I this is one reason why I don't watch the NBA because, like I said, they let these kids come out of college too fast, and they're not ready for the NBA, and and that, some of them never will be. Like we've been talking about your boy Kwame Brown for. For, oh, for a couple weeks now, I mean, shame on the NBA. They need to change their stuff and and get get something else. But to Miss Carey, I'm gonna tip my hat to you. Tip my hat. I, I I don't. I'm not gonna say he's for real. I'm gonna say he's for real right now. Because uh, you know when you for real for real, you you like you know that that that's the that's the real deal. I don't think he's the real deal, but I'm gonna say he's for real right
0: now. Oh Lord. Okay, so. For me, I'm gonna say Trey Young has the perfect situation right now. Is he for real? I want to, I wanted to give him next year to start getting to where he is right now. Personally, I think he got the best coach that he could get, Nate McMillan. I hated the previous coach that they had because it was just let's go up the court and throw up something. If it goes in, we winning. That's not how you play the game of basketball. Mm. Nate McMillan mm. finally got those guys playing defense, they look like a complete team right now. Um, honestly, I think they're one good, solid piece away Mm. from, from actually doing some serious damage, but until Brooklyn and all those guys get away from the East, they still not going to win nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, so honestly, I do like Trey young. I've always liked this game and I, and I do like the fact that it's a point guard, a former NBA point guard. That is his head coach right now, giving him some proper structure for the the NBA right now. Um, but I always said it would be next year, not this year. Mm. So, yeah, so we, we're we're ahead of schedule, in my opinion. Okay. All right. So last but not least, we're going to go to uh, Mr. Glass over there in Los Angeles, a.k.a. Yeah. Anthony Davis. Um, so with everything going on in La La Land right at the moment, do you think LeBron is going to get his first first round elimination of his Ooh. career this year? Ooh. What you feel about that, coach?
2: Listen, you know, if, if it did happen, it would, I wouldn't drop a tear about it. You know me. <laughs> but I I will say this. I have become more of a LeBron fan, if you will. I, I, I hate to use that word fan. Well, I hate to use it because of what it's become today anyway. But I, I would never be a fan of LeBron. But I will say this. I'm less of a of a dejector, let me put it that way, of LeBron. Um, because I think he is having to battle through a lot. And if he is able to to somehow fight his way out of this thing now, I will say this the, the Phoenix is playing some ball. Between Devin Booker and uh Carrie's little boyfriend, I mean they got a <laughs> kind of thing going on over there in Phoenix. I mean, I'm gonna tell you right now, I just uh I, I like what I'm seeing out there, but it's not just those two. I mean, that that whole squad is playing some ball. And mm-hmm. uh, and I like the way to see they the, 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 I like the way I see them playing. They are doing a very, very good job. And uh, if, if if anybody's going to put them out, I mean, I, I can see these guys putting them out. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting, and it could very well be that uh, the Lakers are, are going to be out in the first round. Oh, yeah.
0: All right. So, Kerry, what you think? What you think? He kind of gave you a leeway with your boy.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think they're going out. I thought they were going out before AD was hurt, but – because I feel like, well, if Chris Paul wouldn't have had his playoff issues, <laughs> um, he might have. they might have already, I think, won it, won the series. But I, as it is, I think the Lakers go home and, and the Suns advance. Oh, yeah. Man, that brings up a whole new can of worms there. What's mm.
2: that say to the LeBron legacy?
0: Oh, see, this whole legacy talk, this is a whole never <laughs> – it's garbage basically. So like <laughs> so so basically I was the lone wolf who said Phoenix would beat LA in the first round. Uh not to you guys, but you know, in, in the in the Facebook group that I tried to start that I started up. Um I just thought the matchup just wasn't there for, for the Lakers. I, I thought Anthony Drummond was a bad pickup. They really should have pushed for Lamarcus Aldrich, who just so happened. Uh, didn't even complete the season with the Nets, but um, I don't- Well, he retired,
2: didn't he? Didn't
0: yeah. retire? Yeah, he forced retired for a <laughs> yeah. heart heart situation. Um, so, until, you know what the, the funny thing is? Until the Lakers figure out that Marcus is the best big man that they have on the squad, they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and I think just the simple fact that with DeAndre Ayton, who's shooting 80% from the field, which is just something outrageous for any player to do, even a big man who does <laughs> nothing to dunk. Um The Lakers have no presence on the interior, especially with Anthony Davis out. So it just looks pretty bad for the Lakers right now going forward.
1: Mm.
0: So, I mean, just in general, I, I, I don't feel sorry for the Lakers right now because deep down, I, I think they had a bunch of guys that they got rid of for Anthony Davis that I felt would have been great at this point in time in their career, and it's shown because a lot of them are currently all-stars. Um, so me personally, welcome to your first first round loss, LeBron. Don't wow. feel sorry for you. Wow. Sorry for you.
2: I don't think it's going to be so. I think I think LeBron's got some, a little bit of magic. I don't think he can take him to the chip, but I think he can get through the first round.
0: That, he's going to have to do too much. He's going to end up hurting himself like AD did.
2: He might, but I, and I'm saying that, that, like I said, he, he gets them through the first round, but he doesn't. He might hurt himself in the process. They're, they're not going to make it all the way. I just don't think they're healthy enough. I don't think him or AD are healthy enough or young enough. I mean, LeBron's not young enough to, to have that kind of run in him, I believe, but I think they make it through the first round.
0: Okay. <clears throat> okay. So – we're going to slide back over to the football talk. To you know, you that,
2: no, we are not. What? We are going to talk about the doggone Philadelphia and your boys game because this is my whole thing. And I tried
0: yeah, to I, slide.
2: I'm going to get this out.
0: I tried I to slide.
2: Jason, Jason I talked about this earlier today. I couldn't even watch the damn game because, mm-hmm. dude. So, so the game
0: that we win
1: you it. can't
2: watch? I can't watch Ben Simmons shoot free throw. I mean, I almost cried for him. Watch this, dude. It was so embarrassing. I mean, they got they putting like scrubs on the floor to go right by Ben Simmons. That as soon as the, the they lose the ball, they grab Ben, ben Simmons and foul it. So that Ben Simmons will have to be the one to shoot free throw. And I mean, I'm sitting there like I wanted to crawl under my coffee table on Ben Simmons' behalf. I was so embarrassed for him. And then he gets up there and just clank it clank. I mean, it is just bad. I mean, I think when I was watching, me shot like one for nine. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, dude, I can do that. I can do better than that with my eyes closed. I mean, who can I, who is a pro that can't hit damn six out of nine damn free throws? That is terrible.
0: Especially a guard.
2: A guard. A starting, a, a, a damn all-star.
0: Listen, it's... I for him to be in the league this long and still shooting under 50 percent from the free throw line, dude, that feels, an, that's
2: disgusting.
0: Is an embarrassment to <clears throat> the guys who are his shooting coach, the guys who are the assistant coaches, and the guys that know at this point in time in his career that he will be targeted,
2: dude. I would be embarrassed if I was his AAU or Pop Warner. <laughs> I mean that is ridiculous. I mean, I mean they're like, damn, did y'all? Why didn't y'all get this fixed when he was a damn sixth grade? I mean that is ridiculous.
0: And, and then the crazy thing is when you look at his form, every time he shoots it and makes it, the form is correct. It's straight on. But this guy, he'll start shooting. His arm this way, this way a little bit. All the, he he needs to, when when people say they need to be in the gym when the season's over with to start working on some stuff, he needs to be shooting. 2,000 free throws every time and can't leave until he makes 2,000. Amen. And it's ridiculous. <clears throat> if he doesn't come back next year shooting 65%, we're going to have a problem. Dude, he, he better
2: be shooting 050. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, it was just embarrassing to me how they were running. And, gra- and you could see him taking that slow walk up to that foul line. He had no confidence at all. I mean, he just walked up there like, y'all know I can't shoot free throws. I
4: mean, yeah, <laughs>
2: that, was that was his walk up there. You can just see him saying to himself, y'all know good damn well I can't shoot free throws, and I'm not going to sit up there and sweat it. You know, I can do anything else. Y'all do anything else. Dunk contests, uh, uh, skills contests, I'll kill everybody in here. This damn free throw stuff, this is stupid. That just looked like his attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at
0: this. 24 free throw attempts in the fuck out.
2: That is terrible That is sad
0: In a quarter I bet he made three of them I I don't know if he made that many (laughs) But this is insane Um, Yeah, I tried to slide past this topic Because I knew where it was going to go But uh, Honestly, with this Joel and B injury I think we might get one more win out of this Mm -hmm. But it's over is 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 I'm showing my excitement just because it's the home team.
2: This is my thing, Irv. uh Y'all are bad. I mean, even y'all, <laughs> just two players. I'm not a Bradley Bill. I don't see it. I mean, really? I know he's supposed to be a two. I know he's supposed to be, you know, the best, second best guy, whatever. You know, with 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 Russ being one, dude. I don't. I don't see. It. I'm not feeling the whole Bradley Bill thing. I, I'm not feeling that love. I don't. Yeah. I, I I didn't see that. I didn't see him being that guy, you know. Like like Jason and I talked about earlier, kind of like Paul George. Paul George ain't that number two guy for me either. You know, I mean, everybody talks about mm-hmm. Paul George with with your boy Kawhi. I yeah. don't know why Kawhi wanted him. I mean, shit, I, I don't want him. I wouldn't <laughs> pick for nothing. I wouldn't pick for a pickup game. And mm-hmm. Same thing with Bradley Beal. I'm, I'm not I'm not that guy for Bradley Bill either.
0: Ooh. Oh man, that hurts my feelings. That you know right Russ, here. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm with Russ. I'm down with Russ.
0: But you're down with Russ, but not Bradley.
2: I can't be down yeah. with Bradley. Bradley Bill's not my guy. I just he's just not.
0: Okay. Not. Let's throw this scenario your way. Russell Westbrook jump shot or Ben Simmons free throws. Who you choosing? Ooh. I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Russell jump shot. Either way, we losing. So, yeah, uh, I know, but I'm, yeah.
2: I'm still. I, I, I enjoy watching Russell jump shot more than I watch the free throws.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> them free throws are just terrible. Look, either way, somebody got to close that door because it's a breeze in the stadium. That's what it is.
2: Somebody tell that man to shoot him underhand or try something. I mean, do <laughs> oh, what I used to do. I mean, do a granny shot. I mean, give me something. Show me some effort. Show me that you're trying something different. I mean, just going up there and breaking is just
0: ridiculous. You get the bumpers around the rim like a bowling alley. Something. I don't know. Well, let's, here's a question, Herb, and I'm asking you
2: this because you're the basketball king. Oh, <clears throat> Why didn't Doc Rivers take his ass out?
0: Uh, That's an interesting question. I think me personally, with it being a – a uh, one-point game when they first started doing it, uh, he would have been out, no hesitation. That's especially, si- especially since you got guys on your bench who are great free throw shooters, like eighty percent plus. Like Tobias Harris is number ten in the league free throws. Seth Curry, hello Curry.
3: Mm. Uh,
0: I mean, you got so many guys that's on your bench. You even got. I would rather put Dwight Howard on the free throw line over Ben Simmons, and I don't. I, he's missing. But he makes he made more than Ben Simmons did yesterday, day before yesterday.
2: Yeah, I didn't I didn't like Doc's uh, discussion when the media asked him about that. He's like, take Ben Simmons off the floor. I mean, he's one of the best basketball players. Lou, like, that's not what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, we're talking about
2: strategically. Yeah, he he is, is losing you this ball game because so they're running to him, they're sprinting over to him, two people grabbing him by by both arms and yelling at the referee to call the foul so that they can get him up to the line to miss so they can get the ball back. And you have to figure out how to fix that.
0: So so question to both of you guys. With Embiid being injured with the knee injury, and I'll start with Kerry, do, do, does, does it look good for the future for
4: him? I think he's another – I mean, he's not far off of, uh, Porzingis and AD. He's always Ooh. hurt. Ooh. So, I mean – I don't know about these, you know, super, super huge dudes who have to run the floor and play the way. I mean, the game has changed a little bit, right? It's not like Shaq sitting down, waiting for the ball or Robinson waiting for the ball and just kind of throwing a layup. Now they're running and they're having to do like, I think it's too much for, their, for that body frame It appears anyways to to manage because they're not able to stay healthy. And so I wouldn't I would not invest. I think that process might be over.
0: And then and then you bought a Robinson, a lot of those older guys. You know, the one thing that's different from the basketball game maybe 15, 20 years ago, is the fact that a lot of the big guys didn't have serious body fat weight. Like you look at a lot of these guys, like you look at Embiid, he's a big dude, but he's like he got weight on him.
4: Right. Yeah, and he
0: lost a lot of weight this year. Yeah, he yes, yeah, he lost a lot of weight too. But you know, I, I don't have an argument with Andy Davis cuz he's he's a, a string bean. He still <clears throat> Mr. Glass 2.0. <clears throat> right. But but um yeah, like I I I think it's going to be a problem just because a lot of these big guys is getting hurt and a lot of these guys are a lot of the teams that these guys are on are heavy big man focused to win with the interior. So if a guy like Embiid or uh the Joker or any of those guys get hurt, they're basically just done for the year,
2: right?
0: Why do they have to
2: play 82 games? That's all I want to know.
0: Why not? Why never was a problem before?
2: He played 82 this year, yeah. But you, like you just said, these dudes are getting bigger now. I mean, having to carry them bodies through an 82 game season is tough. It ain't like everybody built like Kareem Abdul Jabbar used to be built, and then guys that were long and skinny. Now like you said you got these big old chokers like uh what's your boy in uh in New Orleans?
3: Oh, uh, Zion? Zion, <laughs> <Yeah>. thank you. <laughs>
2: yeah. He's going to he gonna anybody, have some body fat. 82, 82 going to be tough. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's that's the main guy that's going to have to lose some body fat. As yep. soon yep. as possible. Yep. So uh coach, you want to get to your boy uh Julio?
2: Yeah, before, man. Before we're we going to finish up the show here and we're going to let miss carrie have her talk here because oh, yeah. i know she done with Julio. she probably won't even talk about julio because she's a <laughs> true falcon fan the best player in atlanta falcon history who they didn't want to trade and i'm look at look at that face she makes she's like man get that up we done talking about that <laughs> 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 you know, he was disgusting once he said he was done he told us uh, shannon sharp on the show i'm done i'm out of there miss carrie said i'm cutting ties with julio <laughs> He's gone. Julio is out of my heart. It is over between Julio and I. So she got anyway, the
0: sentence and went to the, to the garage.
2: But the rumors are that Julio might be going to play with Russell Wilson in Seattle. So, Miss Miss Carrie, we're going to start with you. What do you have to say to that?
4: First of all, I told you I don't wish the man any ill will. But I cheer for the Falcons. I don't cheer for Julio Jones. I cheer <laughs> for the Falcons. So he leaves the Falcons um, facility <clears throat> as another player. He's no longer a man that I cheer for. But I wish yeah. him well. <clears throat> yeah. I don't think. that, I mean, I hope if he goes to the um, to the Seahawks, you know, I wish I I hope they I hope they win some games. But for me, Seahawks find a way to lose. <laughs> Like, they they just find a way to lose. So I don't know. I don't know if it's because Russell Wilson is pushed to the limit on every play and maybe having somebody like Julio Jones will change that. I would – it'll be interesting to watch. Well,
2: I know why you think that the Seattle Seahawks find a way to lose because you have learned that from watching your damn team, the Falcons. I mean, who finds a way to lose more than the damn Falcons? You got. I'm not denying that. These jokers gave up a damn Super Bowl. <laughs> they were winning yep. by twenty-eight
4: points. They yep. lost Ooh. a damn Super Bowl, and you talking about finding a way to lose? Yeah, we weren't what? talking about my Falcons. We were talking about <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks. But I guess this is your team. So <laughs> maybe we will hear some positivity coming out of your mouth. You tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> er, what you got?
0: First of all, I really hope this doesn't happen because we got to play Seattle this year. Uh, you, you might as well give up the NFC West if if they pick up Julio. As much as no, you guys hate him, come I on, disagree. Come on, DK. You got DK Lockett and then Julio. That's going to be a problem. Just like they no.
2: said, they already got enough weapons out there at receiver. Having another one ain't gonna be that big of a deal. I mean, it's not. And they got more, they got much bigger needs. They need some damn offensive linemen. Because that's the biggest yeah. problem right now is Russ running around back there like crazy, trying to find time to even throw the ball to anybody. So like I said, that that I don't think that's gonna be a bit if even if it were to happen, which I don't think is gonna happen, to be honest with you, I, I would think that he would he would go somewhere different. I'd be surprised if Julio wanted to go there. Cuz they got they got enough weapons already and it's gonna be like it would be if he was in Atlanta Julio production was about to go way down. cause so, you know, they're gonna be throwing about a pitch now and then they still got 18 Um, I never can't remember his name. Uh, what from really? Yeah I mean, they got oh, they yeah. got too many weapons to go to They'll be trying to get that ball to Julio a declining Julio Jones. He might end up in Tennessee. And that might be good, you know, him and Derrick Henry. That would be interesting, you know, yeah. you know see, seeing that happen. And I mean, they're both Alabama guys, and so uh, that that I tell you what, that would probably be the best pick for me to see that because they they could use a receiver, they could use a receiver in in uh, mm-hmm. in Tennessee. I could see that.
0: They they already got AJ Brown, who was a Pro Bowler last year. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. that's one dude. I mean, that, that, they got. I'm saying that they got three dudes in Seattle already. They're gonna have three dudes in Atlanta now without Julio. Julio would have been like number four. I mean, they they got people. But like I said, you know, I think that Tennessee, Tennessee might have one guy, but I don't think they have I don't think they have a a fleet of receivers. They got no. the one of the best runners in the game right now, and Derrick Henry. It'd be nice to be able to complement that passing mm-hmm. game with another guy.
0: Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So,
2: Good. all right, Jay, come on in and let's get Travis's uh, uh, one minute jump. Um,
0: oh man!
2: Yeah, here he is. Oh my god! Oh, man.
0: Yeah. All right, let me go ahead and take my headphones off.
3: Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you had to
0: do him like that. You didn't have to
1: do him like that. Travis, All what's right, going on, good. baby
3: boy? I'm doing well.
2: I'm doing well. It, 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 it's always we we pick on Travis, but it's always good to see him on the show. <laughs> Travis, <laughs> come on through the clock. You ready? Jay,
1: you I'm ready? Ready. All <laughs> ready? All right, clock
3: yeah, so on Saturday, last week, I spoke about the uh, UEFA Champions League game the final between Manchester City and my team, Chelsea. And uh, wouldn't you know who won the pony? Chelsea win 1-0 in a exciting, fantastic game. Uh, Chelsea scores in the 42nd minute from Kai Havoc. Uh, So it was an exciting game. Interesting fact that did happen. Christian Pulisic, an American, did uh, see the field. Um, So he's never American to play in the Champions League uh, final. So that's pretty cool. Um, So now. uh, But yeah, Chelsea, my team, my dog is named after them. Most people know um, wins the Champions League, which is the mega trophy uh in soccer uh for league cups so now uh what we got coming up is the euros Concacaf gold cup all coming up this summer so make sure to tune in watch Ooh. you did it travis did you say your
2: dog is named after that team? yeah oh my god bless you Bless your heart. That's all I can say. Just bless your heart.
1: Wow. Come on. That's how you really feel, Mr. Hood.
2: Wow. What did Mr. Hood say?
1: Mr. Hood said, I'd rather watch a dog taking a shit than watch soccer.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, that is too
1: funny. Uh, 42 minutes for a team to score a single point. I'd rather watch 6U YMCA basketball.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, I'm not big on it. I just can't. And I try. Travis, if no, if for nobody else, for you, I try on occasion to watch it. And then, you know, just when I'm like, okay, maybe I can watch this, I see somebody not even close to getting kicked fall down and start flopping and all that other shit, and I'm like, I can't watch this. <laughs> I, I won't watch this. Hey, it, Irvin's,
3: <laughs> Irvin's asleep. <laughs> I, I've, told, I've told people in the past that aren't big soccer fans. That if, 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 if you would like to be, you need to you need to find a team that makes watching soccer so much better. If you're Herb, just Herb watching, children. if you're just watching just to watch, yeah, it made it, it's probably not the best. Oh right, my up he's done.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, my bad (laughs) test. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Soccer is the most popular sport in the world. It is. And, and And the game was the most watched sporting event in the world this past weekend.
1: Was it really? Yes. Wow. You know, I always feel like that is always the worst comeback that everybody uses in soccer. <laughs> like, everybody does no, say no that. Like, no other country has all the sports we have. And they're like, well, soccer's the most popular. Yeah, because they have, like, two sports in these impoverished countries. And exactly. only they need play soccer. Like, all what you are you talking about? Like, <laughs> all you need is the ball to play soccer. Yeah. Like, like, oh, it's the most popular sport. Yeah, because they, that's all they got. <laughs> You need the
3: same amount of equipment to play soccer as you do basketball.
1: Well, well I agree. that Once again, I'm just saying, like, y'all be acting like all, all the sports are all around the world, and they're just choosing yeah. soccer. Is that yeah. important? No, they ain't got nothing to shit, but yeah. a ball is mm. full four sticks. They got a soccer game. <laughs> yeah. Over in the
2: third-world country, you don't even need shoes. Yeah. <laughs> you need a ball. <laughs>
4: Oh, wow. I'm not going to bash
0: it. it. I'm not going to bash it. I watch soccer.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm more upset that they beat my favorite team.
3: Yeah, exactly. You're just pissed <clears throat> off at Man city loss.
0: Yeah, and that's why I didn't want to listen to nothing you just had to say. I
2: know. <laughs> 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 Folks, it is 9-0-1. It is time for us to get out of here. I want to thank everybody. Mr. Irv from Chocolate City. Miss Carey the the atlanta flame we got we got coming with you a name miss Kay. you are just miss atlanta lord have mercy <laughs> travis with the one minute jump and of course big jay holding it all down for everybody doing what he does behind the scenes jay we love you we appreciate you and we'll see y'all next week thank everybody guys i had no chat i couldn't see who's here i couldn't see who was saying what so y'all forgive me but I will say this, my damn uh, internet just came back on. Hey. I had to get up and go go uh, turn the TVs off because I had all my damn TVs on, and they were blasting when it came back on a few minutes ago. <laughs> so anyway, we appreciate all y'all for being here again tonight. Uh, let's get out of here. Good night, Miss Francis.
4: Right from the house. Go sons. Go sons. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll see you all next week. <laughs> all right, guys. Appreciate it, Jake.